You are Locked On NBA Draft, your daily podcast on the NBA Draft, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yo, yo, what is up? What is up? You are listening to Locked on NBA Draft. This is your host, Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies. Not to be confused with NBA Draft Dummies. I know this is their normal day. I'm just filling in. And we're a team. So when we're a team, if someone is out or they can't make it, then someone else has to step up. And that is what I'm doing today. So I apologize if you tuned in and you were expecting to listen to NBA Draft Dummies. But however, thank you for making Locked On NBA Draft, whether it's me, whether it's Richard Stamen, or the Draft Dummies, thank you for making Locked On NBA Draft your first listen of the day. And this episode is brought to you by McDonald's, which has been proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It is an official community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. All right, so this episode is going to be a little bit different because I have an announcement to make. I guess you can say this is breaking news. I thought about breaking this news on another podcast, but tomorrow on my regularly Ooh, I had to say that slow so I make sure that I said it correctly. On my regularly scheduled podcast, I have Marin Fader. She is the author of a book that I've been reading the past few weeks. I absolutely love the book. I had to bring her on just to tell her experience as an author, but it is Giannis, The Improbable Rise of an MVP. That is the name of the book that Marin wrote. So stay tuned for tomorrow. That will be my, my topic. Marin will be a guest on my on my regular Thursday slot. So, as far as my breaking news, I am taking the NBA Draft Junkies brand, if it is a brand at this point, but I'm taking NBA Draft Junkies and my talents to Europe for this basketball season. This is something that I've been looking forward to. This is a dream of mine. I've lived in Europe before. Um, I was doing some video work over there for for a friend of mine. I had a chance to live in China, but this is my first time actually fully living abroad where I won't be doing anything but scouting and dropping podcasts. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I'm still a couple of days away. I actually leave on, on Thursday. When I return to be determined, I have like this strict budget that I'm going to have to follow and I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to document the whole experience. Um, I'm a videographer. I was a videographer first before I started doing the draft stuff. So I think it's going to provide a unique perspective of just the scouting world and, and how I'm going to try to find the next Giannis. I mean, that's that sounds pretty crazy. But, yeah, that is my goal is to be the, the best international scout I can be. I'm thankful for this opportunity, and I'll just tell you how this opportunity came about. 
Um, I had a little bit of a buzz during draft season, and I ended up doing the live draft show with Chad Ford. So shout out to Chad Ford. And thank you, David Locke and Locked On, for this opportunity. I mean, I, I am still in awe of just the, how the whole live draft show went and, and just how, I mean, I got a chance to do what I love doing in front of the, the TV screen. So um, a friend of mine reached out and uh, he said man you know I listened to what you were doing you you sound really comfortable up there and and I just kind of explained like the time and work that I put in and he made the comment and he says well you need to go back over there you need to go over there and 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 live and I said well yeah I mean I would I would like to and he says uh send me a budget tell me how much it'll cost and so I'm one of these people that I mean I've been blessed I've really been blessed in my life, but one of my struggles is asking people for money. I I don't like hearing the word no, so I'm not a person that will, you know, say, "Hey, can you? Uh, I, I need thirty thousand dollars. I need a hundred thousand dollars. I need this investment." Because I don't like hearing the word no, and I just feel weird about our friendship if I ask and they say no because you know I mean I have some friends that are professional athletes so I mean I know that they have it so um, yeah I just never want to put myself in position to say no and I think one of the reasons I've been able to have so many friends that are successful as far as financially and being pro athletes is just because I've never wanted anything from them I'm not the guy that's like taking pictures I'm not the guy that's you know just kind of bragging about my my friendship i just treat them like the same way i treat any other friends if i have a friend that makes twenty thousand a year or a friend that makes 20 million dollars i try to treat everybody somewhat equally and so um you know i had a friend that he had mentioned that he would be interested in investing in nba draft junkies and we talked about it briefly like when i first started but i just never would ask I, i would just always keep keep my head down and just keep grinding and trying to put in the work and I mean, he paid attention and and he noticed it. And then this summer, when I just kind of had the the opportunity to be on the live draft show, that's when he was like, "Okay, let me know. Let 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 me let me know what it would take." So um, I, I I was still kind of stunned by it, and I didn't want to overstep my boundaries. So I gave him a very modest <laughs> modest budget to live off of, and he agreed. And so. Um, I'm starting in uh, a couple of days, and I'm looking forward to it. So that is going to be one of the challenges of trying to travel Europe, find a place to stay, and live on this, this modest budget. So I'm looking forward to that. And then there's another element that I must add to it is that I am also getting married this weekend. So I'll be getting married in, in Paris, and I mean, it'll be a small ceremony with me and I guess I go ahead and just call her my wife me and my wife will have a small ceremony in Paris we're gonna have like the really cool pictures and I know on the outside looking in it may sound like expensive but it's actually cheaper to fly from Dallas to Paris than it is Dallas to like I don't know a city in the Midwest like Dallas to Chicago even like Dallas to Omaha where I'm from so no, I'm not spending a ridiculous amount of money on this wedding. It's, I mean, I think the optics of it would be cool, taking pictures outside the Eiffel Tower. But then me being the NBA draft junkie that I am, and I, I, I love my, my wife for this, we're going to a basketball game on the night of our wedding. It is a game that I felt like I couldn't miss. 
<laughs> Even though it is my wedding day, uh, but she knows me. She knows how I, how I, uh, you know, just how invested I am into what I'm doing with the NBA draft. So on November sixth, Paris basketball plays against Asvel, and so for those that don't know, Asvel features Victor Wimbayama, who is, you know. Projected to be the top pick in the 2023 NBA draft. Some are saying he's the best NBA prospect since Anthony Davis. So this will be my first chance to watch him live. But also Paris Basket has a couple guys that I think are pretty decent NBA prospects. As far as Ishmael Kamagate, I mentioned him a little earlier, a few podcasts ago. 6'11 post player. There's Milan Barbic, who's a 6'5 guard. And then as far as Asville, they have a guy named Kamani Hinshu. And Matthew Matthew Strazel. So there's at least five NBA prospects that I'm hoping to see in this particular game. And then also we have the Celtics draft and stash guy, Wuhan Bagarin, that is playing for Paris Basket. So that'll be the first game that I will scout. I'll be scouting my first game again on my wedding day as a married man. And my wife is, is, is coming along for the ride. So I'm so thankful and so grateful for that. All right. And when we return, I want to talk to you about my schedule and some of the challenges or obstacles that I believe that I'll face living abroad. And also, of course, it's, it's on top of the challenges that I already have, I'll, I'll be doing it as a newlywed. So, you know, we're merging two different lives together in a different country. So I, I imagine that's going to have some obstacles, but I mean, I, I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. And I know for a fact that when I am overseas, no matter where I go, I will see a McDonald's because McDonald's has been proudly serving communities, at least in the States since 1965. It's arguably the most recognized logo in the world. And it's always been a place where you can get more than just tasty and affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come and reconnect, a place where classmates can meet up for a study group, knowing that they'll have dependable Wi-Fi, endless supplies of French, fly, French fries and McFlurries, Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team or the away team can come and recharge. It's also a place where you can look forward to stopping on a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. So head to your local McDonald's, refuel and reconnect. And maybe, just maybe, because I know when I'll be on the road, I'll be eating a lot of McDonald's. There are some countries that I'm just not a big fan of their food. And I'm not a foodie anyway. So my go-to spot is McDonald's. Get a McMuffin or, or, I mean, I love the McGriddles, but I got to make sure that I kind of chill out on the McGriddles because I don't want to come back 50 pounds heavier. But if you are in a city in Europe and I plan on coming to a game, I'll, you know, if you listen to the podcast, I'll let you know my, my schedules. Maybe we can have a locked on watch party or a locked on meetup at McDonald's. I'm loving it. All right, thank you for making Locked On NBA Draft your first listen of the day. This is Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies. I know you are probably expecting to hear the NBA Draft Dummies, but here I am today filling in. All right, next I want to talk about my schedule. So I've already faced some obstacles and challenges, and I haven't even left the States yet. So originally... I had planned on going to the game in Paris on November 6th. And then I thought, okay, I can just take a train from Paris to Madrid. There's a game on November 12th where Real Madrid's um, EuroLeague team is playing a EuroLeague game against Zalgiris. 
Real Madrid has a few guys that may get some minutes. Um, Juan Nunez is a, a point guard that I, I really like. He's been getting some minutes here and there. There's also Tristan Vucevic, who is a 6'11 center that I think has a chance of being uh, selected this year. So those are two guys that I want to watch. Now, I know I wouldn't be able to see them play like major minutes unless it's a blowout, which Zalgiris is 0-7 right now. So there's a chance that I would have been able to watch him get some spot-up minutes. So that was the plan, which was November 13th. I'm sorry, November 12th, watch the, uh, the Real Madrid. I guess I, <laughs> I was about to call him the varsity. The Real Madrid top team play a EuroLeague game, and then on November 13th, their B team, which features... I don't even know how many. Almost the whole entire team is an NBA prospect. So I was planning on watching them. But for whatever reasons, and this is what I do not understand. And I've been well-traveled. Paris to Madrid. Like if you look at the map, Paris and Madrid are further closer than Paris to Barcelona. But for whatever reasons, it is more expensive to go to Barcelona than it is Madrid. I had been looking at like one-way flights and they were like almost $300. Then they had the trains, which was a nine-hour train ride, which I expected to be no more than 50 to 60, maybe 80 euros, which is probably like 80 euros is probably like 95 bucks or something like that. I was expecting a train ride to be around that price. For whatever reason, the train ride is just as expensive as catching a plane. And then also, I think it's like a 20-hour ride by bus for like 57 bucks. I really thought about it, but I don't want to spend 20 hours on a bus. Maybe If it's comfortable, maybe. I, I prefer the train. I want to stay away from airports as much as possible just because I just don't want to keep going through the whole process of taking my shoes off bringing my camera equipment emptying out the bag i'd much rather take the train because the train offers sightseeing and actually just kind of more workspace i would actually love if the united states had a train system similar to europe so it just didn't really make sense because even staying in a hotel in madrid is expensive it would be like i could stay in a hostel but it would have been a minimum just to stay in Madrid for a week. Could have been around $600. And then that leaves me with, I still would have half the month left. So as of now, I haven't finalized it yet. As of now, I plan on going from Paris to Barcelona. And then in Barcelona, um, I'll just kind of settle there. Maybe try to find it. Well, I shouldn't say maybe. Try to find an Airbnb. See if I can find one at an affordable price and then um, just kind of make that home base. And then from there, take trains and, and try to watch as many prospects as possible. Barcelona is my favorite city in the world. It's uh, I don't know the best way to describe it. I don't think people would understand unless they've been there. But I compare it to Paris simply because, I mean, it just has the old architecture and the, you know, the old European feel of it, but it's on the beach, so it's kind of like Santa Monica in LA. It's a city where, I mean, I just think people relax, and they just, they just live. I mean, you know, we, we talk about hard working, and, you know, we kind of, as Americans, pride ourselves on how hard we work, and Barcelona's a city where I feel like people pride themselves on how well they live, how much they enjoy life, 
you know, you go to a, a, a restaurant or somewhere at 2 o'clock in their clothes because they're taking a break. They're going to the beach. They're going to spend time with family. And that's what I really like about it. One of the coolest things I've ever seen was in Barcelona. I went to a, actually my first EuroLeague basketball game was in Barcelona. And uh, I had walked from the, the stadium to the hotel I was staying at. And it was, it was nighttime, so it was probably like 10 o'clock at night after the game. And I just heard this this roar coming from behind me where it just sounded like like an airplane, kind of. And I turned around and it was a literal gang. When I say gang, I'm talking about 500 people at least on rollerblades. It took them about six or seven minutes for them all to pass me by. But they were just on rollerblades, just taking a a a cruise and it's like i said it's at nighttime it's after the game and they really just look like they are enjoying life and ever since then i've been i've been a big fan of barcelona it's been on my bucket list to live there and i'm still pinching myself that i'm just a couple of days away from actually residing there so the plan is again barcelona and barcelona has a a a b team actually their Euroleague team is doing really good this year so um, I plan on trying to go to as many games as possible. But the Barcelona B team has a few guys that I also think are NBA prospects. So between Real Madrid and Barcelona, it's like they are plucking the best international NBA prospects from all over Europe and even parts of Africa. They're plucking them and putting them them in their system. So the majority of the talent is going to be in Spain, which is why I chose Spain. And the majority of the talent is going to be on these two particular teams. So that is the reason why I I, I chose to stay in Barcelona. And I still cannot figure out why Barcelona on the beach is cheaper than Madrid. And how I would compare the cities to America would be like Barcelona would be your Miami or L.A., while Madrid would be like your New York or your Chicago. And so in my mind, I'm thinking that even though, you know, New York and Chicago are pretty expensive cities, in my mind, I just figured that the, the beach city would be a little bit more expensive, but it's not. So my goal is to find an Airbnb for about $1,500 a month, which is kind of expensive, but... um you know, the amenities in Europe aren't like what we have in the States. So when I'm going down this Airbnb list, I have to make sure that the place has a washer and a dryer because I'm only packing. I mean, I'm packing enough clothes, but I'm going to have to wash often because I'm not bringing my whole wardrobe. Then my, my wife, she's going to work. She has a job that's 100 percent remote. She needs a place that has really strong Wi-Fi. And another issue is that, you know, there's a lot of old buildings in and um you know in europe and there's a lot of remodeling going on so i have to make sure that i find a building that we can live in that is not going to have the sound of people banging in and remodeling which will have an impact on her job so i mean it's all these little factors but yeah so um i'm looking forward to that all right and when we return i want to talk to you about a few of the players that i'll be looking forward to scouting while i'm in europe and while I'm out there, I will be sure to bring my built bars because I love the built bar. Now, if you love Thanksgiving and all the food and treats, there's plenty of them, but you may want a yummy dessert. 
that isn't so full of calories because we all know how Thanksgiving dinner can be. It is the perfect time for Built Bars because Built Bar is the, is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie is upward to 300 calories. And honestly, that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace the coconut cream pie with the coconut built bar or you can go for the raspberry built bar instead of the raspberry pie has lots of flavors that can replace any pie the built bar which is 100% chocolate 100% real chocolate is low calorie low carb low fat high protein and it is a great option if you're hungry if Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough go for a built bar or, or two or three and honestly, I would share some at your family gatherings. It would make things a little less awkward. Maybe, you know, Aunt Betty hasn't tried a Built Bar yet. There's new surprises all month. Limited time flavors arriving at BuiltBar.com regularly. There's that word again. So check the site often. There's nothing like a Built Bar on Black Friday. Mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. So go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKS15 and you will get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKS15 at BuiltBar.com. With every sport, well, baseball is wrapping up, but almost every sport is in season right now. BetOnline.ag is back, and they're better than ever with a new web interface. For the start of basketball season, they have more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and you will receive 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus from football to basketball to baseball, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available in 2021. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online is where the game starts. All right. Now, in this final segment, I want to mention some of the players that I'll be looking forward to to watching this year. And one of the challenges that I, I failed to mention is I'm trying to get media credentials. So, for example, for the 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 game for Paris versus Osvell. It's a it's a game that is it's a Paris basket home game. So I had a connection with an agent who represents a few players playing in the game. He sent me through somebody, they passed me on to somebody else. So I ended up getting in contact with the lady. I guess she her her job is in PR. So I talked to her, sent her my, my information, sent her a link to my website, and the first thing she says is do you have any reports on our players thankfully i did and what i realized is that if i want these media passes i can't just go and say hey i'm rafael barlow i'm from nba draft junkies i would like a media pass to scout these teams are going to want to see that i'm really not trying to get in free so i was able to show them some videos I've done on YouTube, some reports, even links to podcasts, even like my notes that I have in my phone. Like I, when I'm watching a prospect, I take notes on my phone. And that was able to get me a media pass for a game that sold out. It was probably going to be like 
the biggest game in, in, in France this year, at least the early part of the season. So one of the things I'm glad is that I do have a a a list or I, I have some physical evidence of my work when I'm scouting. So I'll, you know, try to be able to get in games, especially like with Real Madrid games and then and Barcelona games, because I think those are where the most most of the prospects are playing at. Now, as far as the players that I'm looking forward to seeing, it's a long list. And I was up late last night trying to figure out a schedule. And this is what makes it tough. So in France, and I'm just going to start off in France for the first month, and I'll just kind of work my way around Europe. I'm sorry, in, in Paris. I'm sorry. Oh, man. In Spain, my mind is so scrambled right now, trying to plan a wedding, trying to plan this crazy move that I'm stumbling on my words here. So in Spain, they have their, their top league, which is the ACB. Then they have their second league, which is LEB Gold. Then they have another league, which is LEB Silver. And then they have what they call the EBA. So there's few prospects are going to suit up or, you know, maybe sit the bench on the ACB league. And then you go down to LEB Silver, Gold, and EBA. And so out of all the prospects, I have to try to figure out which team that they're playing with. Are they with the top team that's listed or are they on loan? And so how they do it overseas is, for example, let's say the Dallas Mavericks, for example, have a, a prospect. And then we know, like, if it's the Mavs guy, then he's going to be usually sent to, like, the Texas Legends. Every once in a while, like, for a team like the Blazers, they'll send their guy on assignment and he may play for the Legends or he may play for... You know, another team because the Blazers and the Nuggets don't have their own G League team. Well, it's kind of similar, but it's not as easy overseas because a guy could be playing for or he could be on Real Madrid, in Real Madrid's system. And then he could be on loan to another team. And then I'd have to find out, all right, which league is this guy playing? Is he playing in LEB Gold? Is he playing in LEB Silver? Is he playing in EBA? Then try to figure out the schedule and then also try to map it out to, okay, when are they coming near Barcelona? There's the city that they're planning. If it's not in Barcelona, is it an easy train ride there? How far is it away? And then, you know, just kind of figuring out, all right, am I able to get there and back in a day or do I have to get a hotel? What time is the game? Because a lot of times you won't even see what time the game starts. And so on. So that is is going to be a challenge. And then um, and this EBA. So they have this league called the EBA, and the EBA is what you would I guess consider fourth tier basketball in Spain. It's where you see a lot of the younger prospects, right? So I'm like, okay, well, Barcelona's second team is playing in the EBA. Real Madrid's second team is playing in the EBA. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, I can just go to those games and it'll be easy. Well, what I didn't realize is there are 109 teams in the EBA. <laughs> 109 teams. They're broken up into, I guess, conferences by region. So there's conference A, B, C, D, E. So... That makes things tough simply because I have to figure out, okay, which prospect that I want to see. 
Now I have to figure out which team are they actually playing for, then which conference or which regional area am I going to go to. So I want to, you know, obviously try to make get the most bang for my buck. Well, another issue is that they play their games pretty much around the same time. So if there's a game on the 13th, then they'll play like basically once a week. So there's not a lot of opportunities where I can go watch a kid on Monday, a kid on Tuesday, a kid on Wednesday. It's like they all play once a week. So a team may have a game on Monday and another game on Saturday. The next team may have a game on Tuesday and another game on Sunday. So it's really like at the most in a seven-day period, I can probably only watch four games live, which, I mean, that's it, still... That's still a lot of games. I was just hoping to watch at least four or five games a week, maybe every day. And and it doesn't look like it's going to be possible. So one of the challenges is just figuring out the schedule, um, going through the roster, and just trying to make sure that uh, I'm getting the most bang for my buck and you know cut down on travel expenses. All right, so now let me talk about the, the prospects. So one of the prospects that I'm looking forward to seeing the most is Abu Baji. I've been talking about him for, for the last few months on this uh, on this podcast. He was in the Barcelona system. He is on loan. He is now playing for a, a new team. And I think they're playing in like the LEB Gold. So it is in the Barcelona region. So he is. it's on my list to watch him play because I had a game listed on November 27th that I thought I was going to watch him play. But he was playing with the parent club, and then they sent him on loan. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. There's Augustin Ubal. Um, there's James Naji, Gayo Bonilla, Michael Caseado. These guys are all some. Well, I've seen some get a few spot minutes here and there on the main team. So those are the guys in, in Barcelona that I want to watch. Now, as far as Real Madrid, I mean, they have John Eli Njai, got Henry Visar, Baba Miller, Amadou Dumbia. You have Yannick Sosa, who's at playing in the, he's playing on the parent club in Malaga, so I'm looking forward to seeing him. You have Carlos Allison, another guard that I'm looking forward to seeing. And then also, I've started a, a, a partnership with a, with a, a company called The Circuit. They do a lot of AU games here in the States. They want to expand to international basketball. So I will be doing some scouting for them. And while I'm scouting for them, I'll be looking for some of the guys that are born in like 2005, 2006, and 2007. So I have a list of guys that I'm looking forward to seeing there. And then, like I said, the first month or so, I plan on spending in Spain um, it's going to be a challenge, like I mentioned before. I'll probably miss Thanksgiving instead of coming home for Thanksgiving because, you know, I'm on a budget. So I can't really afford to come home for Thanksgiving, then uh, come back for Christmas. So me and my, my wife will be spending Thanksgiving in a Airbnb in Barcelona, probably eating, I have no idea, crepes or something like that. So we won't have the traditional Thanksgiving and then the plan is to come back to the States for Christmas, stay for a little while there, because I, she may have an adjustment. Like, I'm used to living overseas, so she may have an adjustment. And then, starting January 1st, then I haven't decided where 
we're going to go just depending on how many prospects I get my hands on and or get my eyes on in Spain. But we can go to Italy. I think Italy has quite a few prospects. We can also do France. Um, but again, I just want to I, I want to live in a major city. I want to live in a place where for my wife, the adjustment isn't as difficult. So a Paris or Madrid or Barcelona, a Milan. I think that those cities will be easier to adjust to. But then also, like I said, those cities are usually pretty expensive. So I haven't decided where we're going to live in in uh, January. Maybe France. France has quite a few prospects. It'll be a little bit colder. Um, Italy, again, has quite a few prospects. And it's also smaller, so it'll be easier to travel. So stay tuned. Well, thanks again for listening to Locked on NBA Draft. Thank you for putting up with me while I fill in for the NBA Draft Dummies. Once again, this is Rafael Barlow, NBA Draft Junkies. Listen to my episode tomorrow on my regularly scheduled day. I have Marin Fader. She is the author of the book Giannis, The Improbable Rise of an NBA, NBA MVP. All right, before I sign out, thank you for making Locked On NBA Draft your first listen of the day. Now, please make your second listen of the day, Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. It is free, available, and on all platforms. This is Raphael, NBA Draft Junkies, filling in for NBA Draft Dummies, and I am out.